0: Okay guys, welcome to the Mother Earth's Heroes Show podcast. I'm here actually today with three other people. We have Ka who is helping me out to interview Jana and Till from Extinction Rebellion. Welcome in the round. Thank you. So we actually started already a really interesting conversation about the the groundwork of Extinction Rebellion. And maybe we could start off with um, this groundwork because we talked a little bit about that Fridays for Future actually started out as a movement which wasn't that much planned. It was just happening and now there's planning around it and they're evolving into some kind of organization. And Extinction Rebellion is a two-year plan, which is executed right now. So maybe you can elaborate a little bit on that.
1: Uh, yeah. Like so <laughs> as I know, XR um, is based on another um, movement, actually. It's called Rising Up. Mm-hmm. And it started in the UK so they set together, I don't know, a group of 20 people, um, planning, getting bigger of course, but they planned for around two years. Um, they looked at social um, statistics and social um, social work, how a movement can actually be successful mm-hmm. and out of that, they started to reach out to people who want to act, um, and after two years, they started to occupy some bridges in the UK. And after that, the movement got bigger very fast. Now, Extinction Rebellion is in the UK. I guess the biggest, the biggest form of that movement.
0: Yeah. Cool. What, what for, like, Till, you, you started uh, talking a little bit about the 10 rules and the operating system, which this whole movement is, um, is working on. Could you, could you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think that's so important to get, get, a, get an understanding now about what we're going to talk about.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, these, these initial um, um, persons who, who formed Extinction Rebellion, uh, Jana was talking about... Um, most of them actually come from political activism, leftists, uh, green movements, and so on and so forth and um, uh, I think they became aware that you know, as we all by now know, that we're racing into a wall uh, with high speed, and that very soon everything will break down, and we need to become really effective in affecting uh, the change that that we need and um, uh, as, as Jana said they looked at social sciences and uh, studies on, on on social movements and political movements and but they also thought about how an organization or how a movement needs to be in order to be healthy and in order to actually be able to integrate you know society or larger parts of society into itself rather than starting staying a fringe fringe movement. Um, uh, where you just have, like, young guys uh, trying to rebel. I mean, I'm exaggerating, that's not necessarily the case. But um, uh, they basically laid out some kind of core principles, 10 principles they defined. And I think they're actually quite ingenious in their totality um, because they define how we interact with one another and with the outside world in a way um, that leads to, well, healthy social relations, and um, these are basically unquestionable and um, they define us and yeah, everything we do, um, the way we organize, the way we act uh, toward one another and, um, and, and toward others. And um, this is basically the some people call the DNA, right? And yeah. This is, this is the, our recipe for success apart from the demands and, and
0: methods uh, part. <laughs> um, and it's very important. Before we go a little bit deeper into this ten, um, would you call them rules or principles? Principles, principles bef- or values? Values. Mm. Um, I be, be, like. There was one burning question in my head regarding Extinction Rebellion, which is let Let's imagine on the fifth uh, October, like three days after the the. Um, the camp starts um, at the Bundestag. The, the Bundestag says, All right, guys, come in, come in the driver's seats. You, have full, you are full in charge. Is there a plan? Or is that something? Is it first a rebellion, first taking over somehow the system, and then thinking about how a, a future world could look like? Or is there a step by step plan how we actually, actually can reach what you are demanding?
1: The kind of plan is based on the three demands of the movement. Um, The first demand is tell the truth. I can just read it because I guess that those sentences bringing it to a point. Mm -hmm. The government must tell the truth by declaring a climate and ecological emergency. The government needs to work with other Institutions institutions to communicate the urgency of change. So the whole society needs to know about what's actually happening Mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, The second demand is to act now. Um, XR has the demand that the government must reduce the greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by 2025. So it really is an immediate change of a very rapid change of basically everything. And the third demand is very interesting to me in my perspective called Beyond Politics um, the government must create and be led by the decisions of a citizens assembly and this is what XR is definitely um, demanding the moment that politicians are actually listening to us the citizens assembly is a very interesting way of um, bringing a bit more direct democracy to the society.
2: Um, I yeah, think. I, think, I think it's actually an ingenious plan. No. Um, it's, it's, it's the only thing I can imagine that may actually work. Yeah. A lot of people are taken aback at first because, especially in Germany, no one knows what it is because mm. there are a few mm. local initiatives, but it, it's basically completely unknown. Mm. But the, basic the
3: citizens assemblies you mean yeah yeah,
2: but but basically the problem is this like we have uh, politics or, or political system that like has four years uh, uh, or five years uh, election um, and periods um, and this prevents politicians or it, it, it punishes actively punishes politicians who lay out strategies and and policies that are long term because you know, you will not be rewarded for something that pays off long term. And um, it also punishes politicians that do things that they think are necessary because of long term reasons, um, but that are not very, very popular. Um, so if, if you're a politician who is aware of the things that are necessary, the steps that are necessary to take, um, you have big trouble uh, to motivate your own party. Uh, and get majorities to actually make changes, and if you do make these drastic changes, given that you know people will be impacted negatively in in terms of you know their everyday life because the changes that need to happen are drastic, um, these politicians will basically lose their careers so they they they, they think that what 's necessary can be done within the system they can enact this change, and if they were able to enact it, you know that would be it for them um and, and the system makes it impossible because of that. And on top of that, you have lobbying and all kinds of, you know, entanglement of politics and the economy. Um, so we really have no way of doing it. And the citizens' assembly, our way to identify just a specific set of issues, which is uh, equal sides uh, um, and mass extinction of um, species and uh, climate uh, crisis take these out of the political process and basically get around the political system and then give politicians the chance to say, this is what people representing our society have to say, decided after long deliberations and input from you know, um, scientists and, and other people. And uh, this makes sense. Um, it's painful, but we didn't come up with it. Let's all get together above party lines and just vote for this and this is like a way of like getting around the the traps of the system and, and getting the necessary necessary change
0: enacted okay so shortly sh- this question and then kind of, um uh, so coming back to the question of how the plan looks like i like in in my mind it, it looks like this it is first to take, take, to take over or the attention and getting, getting somehow the, um, the, the support of the current system and then thinking about how we actually resolve it. So there is not a, not a plan or not stakeholders who you know already, all right, with these people we will solve it. It is first getting the support and then with the support of everybody solve it somehow, but we don't know how yet. We don't think that a street movement, even if it gets backing
2: from a lot of people because we're fighting for the right things with the right methods, being peaceful and so on, uh, that such a street movement will, is, is, will be able to formulate the right changes that are necessary because we don't have the capacity to do this. We're not the specialists who can do it. And also we don't think people would accept Others sitting in the street, disrupting life, making things difficult to then you know, say, actually, this is what you need to do in detail and like, come up with a list of 500 ch- things that need to be implemented. This is never going to work. So this needs to be, the solution needs to be developed by someone else. Mm-hmm. And we are interested in mm-hmm. offering an institution mm-hmm. that is able to solve this, that gets acceptance from us, from the government and from the people. Um,
3: yeah. Hmm. So, what I heard and understand and learned, um, as well from the XR movement as what's going on at the moment in the deliberate or collaborative um, democracy movement, is that you know very specifically that you're here as a leverage. To make citizens' assembly possible, mm-hmm. as they have worked out in Ireland, for example, mm-hmm. in a very beautiful way, like where nobody would have um, thought what would be the outcome of a conservative um, population all of a sudden voting for um, abortion rights, for example, right? Um, so. Um, your is your goal as well to to educate people about the possibility of citizens' assemblies as well, um, and maybe you could um, you could say something about whether you already have um, ideas or connections, um, how this how this might develop in a, in a way, mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
1: So, this political camp we have right in front of the Kanzleramt, um, the goal of it is to try this citizens' assembly and to Mm -hmm. bring it, to try it in in different forms, different groups, um, different amount of people. Um, But basically, as I heard, that um, the camp is there to try this out. Mm -hmm. And for all interested um, citizens, who can come. I mean, I, I, I've tried it on a festival, actually. Uh, we've been there as XR, and a girl just said, yeah, I really want to try this now, so she put up a sign, and there were like 20 people coming, and we tried the citizen assembly. Um, the, there's a need for facilitators, for example, so people who know how to um, look at a group of people, how to moderate um, in a proper way. And also this non-violent communication, Um, we have trainings for that and um, different forms of um, listening, communicating and stuff. Um, So all of this can flow into that citizens' assembly um, so that also people who are, who doesn't want to be part of that, know um, what makes... uh, a good group work Mm -hmm. going
3: because like to me from my knowledge this is this is a perfect setup this is really a perfect setup because we need to know the truth we don't we're not Mm -hmm. told the truth so if that happens that is a huge plus for people going to the streets like in masses Um, then the act now thing is so the the demand that we reduce to carbon net zero in 2025 is what we actually really have to have to do Mm -hmm. that's um more radical than what friday fridays for future like once but it's it's the thing to do it's what the science says and um and with the citizens assembly so maybe for the listeners there is a citizens assembly brings together the diversity of the population. So it brings together the old ones and the, the, the male, the female, the trans, the, um, the poor ones, the rich ones, the ones that know a lot, the ones that do not know so much, maybe the kids, maybe the ones that are still in asylum seeker um, state, whatever. So they're all brought together and they are, they are debating, discussing and designing in a facilitated way Um, with the knowledge of experts. So they bring in the experts, they bring in all the knowledge that you can bring into a process, and then the stakeholders of our community are debating and co-creating and co-designing the solutions. And they are able to get every knowledge in that they want. So they, during a citizens' assembly, they can say, hey, we don't know about methane, actual methane pop-ups in the Arctic or in the and at the permafrost um, soil. So we need an expert to come in here and fill us in about that. And then they work about that. And there is already, for example in Germany where we are right now, there is already a movement of, and there's worldwide a movement of facilitators who can facilitate such assemblies so for example, there's the Art of Hosting movement, and there's Mia Demokratie e.V. that are working on that, and there's the Institute for Participatory Design. and So the knowledge is there, and it already way overtook our democracy, uh, our democratic system that we have right now. Um, so we just need to fill in the politicians, is that it? hmm Basically. Basically,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question regarding this cool world we just talked now about um because when i was at a degrowth two months ago or three months ago uh, close to leipzig I, I don't know anymore when it was there what i recognized there it was a really beautiful event with really amazing people but it was standing on the shoulders of really few actually mm-hmm. you know like it was a thought of community and we we're all doing something together But then the people didn't want, like, not enough people were in the kitchen, not not enough people were cleaning the toilets, not enough people doing workshops and all this stuff. So if really a small amount of people needed to carry all of this big event for like 2,000, 3,000 people, and I wonder... How you can hack that? Have you found a way with Extinction Rebellion? How to hack it for your climate? camp? Because I think that is what it is needed, right? When we talk about this amazing world where we are all kind of more free and can collaborate together, it's needed that people actually participate, not only in a way they can get creative, but in a way as well, which helps all the other people, for example, doing kitchen stuff.
2: It's always a difficult question um, how to get people to participate. I mean, I think that's uh, universally a problem uh, to have people who are who's harder at the right place to become active and to take over responsibilities, invest time, and so on. Um, one of the advantages we have is that really nearly everyone who joins XR is aware that this is <laughs> very time pressing, so. I think we're at an advantage actually, because there is an emergency, and um, you know there may be someone who signed up to a newsletter who isn't completely aware, but most people really know there's an emergency and they are willing to put in time mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who put in as much time as they can, um, sometimes I think they put more time in than they should, and we try to actually you know calm people down and say, you know you need to do it in a sustainable way, it's just a sustainable way, you know, it's part of this regenerative culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the movement is constructed, um, it allows us to, I mean, it doesn't have hierarchies, actually. Um, of course, there are sometimes levels of engagement because of the time you put in, and um, there are different working groups, some which might be in more mother-daughter relations, so working group may, you know, have sub-working groups. So it's a um, hierarchy. But it's not a hierarchy, actually, because if you're in a sub-sub-sub-working group, theoretically, that doesn't mean that you have less decision capacity. Mm-hmm. It means, actually, in practice, that you do the stuff and you can decide what you do. And there are very few situations where it is necessary uh, to intervene in any way and to get together and to decide and to coordinate uh, in a way that, you know... Um, might theoretically limit someone's actions. Um, In in practice, you can just break out and form your own working group if you dislike it and then do your own stuff anyway. And as long as you follow the 10 principles and the three demands, you are XR. And no one can say you aren't XR. So actually, anyone can do anything they want and no one can tell you to do this or not to do this, really. Um, So you can just, you know come sit down in the next room and and join and do something Mm -hmm. and um, uh, this makes it very easy for people to get in and we try to actively involve people we try to actively welcome them with open arms it's you know based on our principles and and values and uh, to you know facilitate that these people are integrated into these working groups. And so far, it works very well. It works so well, in fact, that we're now breaking up working groups according to regions in Berlin. Hamburg has already done it. London has done it. Um, Because the working groups get too large um, uh, to have, you know, to to work together because the meetings get too long, ultimately. (laughs) Um, uh, But in a a kind of like a fractal, like, like fractals, you can break all of these down in a regional level, or in terms of topics, or uh, other kinds of things. Um, so ultimately, there's this never-ending repetition as growth happens. That doesn't mean a duplication of work, it just means that you have healthy amount of people within a group um, working together, deciding together, and acting together. Nice. And um, they don't have to do what someone else does elsewhere because they don't technically have someone above them no.
3: so you managed to form principles that allow life to emerge in a natural hierarchy that is not leading to burnout or it, i guess
1: the the right word is uh, holocracy. i learned it um in the
3: XR talk. Um,
0: Can you explain it? Because I have no clue what it means, actually. (laughs)
3: It's an operational system for an organization. Exactly. So
1: Holocracy basically means that um, there's one big um, label above a group. Let's take regenerative culture. There are many subgroups in it. So each subgroup has their their way of acting. For example, in region we have a pool for therapists, for psychologists who are offering pre-burnout workshops, Um, there's this de-escalation team who talks with the police and uh, bystanders, Mm -hmm. there are, um, I don't know, we have so different subgroups uh, that I, I mean, it's hard to get an overview about that. As Mm -hmm. Till said, there is the possibility that we, four people in that room, we can form an affinity group and start our own actions. but I actually wanted to add that um, many people, as me for example, we started to act in a way not what exactly do I want, it's rather what is needed. Mm. So um, that can lead to burnout for example and those activist burnout I saw a few times by now. And in XR um, and also in Fridays for Future I realized that the people are looking for each other so when someone is putting a lot of tasks then you ask hey how long do you actually want to do this or hey do you meditate or mm-hmm. do you want, just want to talk for 10 minutes and then you can go out have a coffee in the sun and talk or something so um, there are working groups for that there are um, yoga studios in Berlin who say hey who wants to do 7am 7 p- 7 in the morning some yoga session um, can come so, um, everyone can bring what he has to offer or what he wants to offer. And also, there are so many um, legal possibilities to support that movement. For example, cooking or um, toilets or something. So, everyone can do something. And uh, this is how I understood holocracy. You want to? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's one of the approaches to have a flat hierarchy, right, or to have no hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, I think XR fuses various approaches together, including holocracy, and has there's actually an SOS self-organizing systems handbook, uh, that g- describes this ideal as developed within and, and for XR. Um, Not all of our working groups implement all of this yet. For example, one position, and we've started uh, to discuss this uh, within several working groups, one of the roles, let's say, it's not positions because these are not job descriptions, they're roles and they shall be taken over by different people. So there's a circulation of persons were roles.
3: With purposes um, and yeah. accountability.
2: Uh, so one of these roles should actually be that someone has basically the job of being a manager of regenerative culture or sustainability for a working group. It's called the SOS Rebel. And uh, uh, right now within Outreach, which is one of the working groups we're involved in, uh, we're trying to find uh, someone uh, to, to take on this role. And this person would do exactly this exp- Explicitly, like that would be their role. That doesn't mean that, you know, as as Jana says, people shouldn't be looking out for each other. In fact that's probably the most important thing Mm -hmm. that we look out for each other and we try to do that as much as we can. But we're also trying to institutionalize and say, you know, each working group should have a person who
0: actually does these things, that who takes on the role of doing it what you, what you're forming there sounds for me like the management of the future or not management. I mean, we need to find a different term for that, but it's really beautiful to have this thought of. I I go somewhere, learn something, find out for myself that I could actually move so much more in a different, with a different perspective, with some people out of the team I worked already with. And then I get support from the mothership, let's say, to really um, get it done. It's like it's cool because it gives you the freedom to to go to the institution to learn but as well to go as whenever you feel like to go out and do your own stuff um which is something really i always wish to find in companies out there which brings me to my question as well like when there is all of this attention for change what do you guys hope for changes like are we still in the, in, the, in the same operating system when all of the stuff you, you want change? Like, is it still capitalism, but in a different way, with different structures, with different company cultures? Or is it co- something completely new we don't know even about? Or is it related to an old system we had already just changed in a, in a, in a way somehow? Like, what do you hope for there? Well, we
2: explicitly don't have any demands of this kind because it uh, immediately leads to a division um, because people do have different visions and mm-hmm. different ideals and hopes. Um, but that doesn't mean that people don't carry an ethos or uh, dreams with them. And it doesn't mean that we aren't thinking about it individually or you know amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have a project there. But I do believe that if you implement the steps necessary to stop the complete destruction of humanity as we know it within decades, um, the changes will be so drastic that the current economy, which is built on growth, which means you know consumption, production, trash, consumption, production, trash at an ever-accelerating rate, is not going to f- continue to function like this. It needs to change. It needs to adapt. I do not know how it will change or adapt. Um, but it isn't sustainable. Everyone knows and we cannot continue like this. Um, so I imagine that the alternative has to be better because it will allow us to continue existing. Um, but I don't know what it will look like exactly. But um, I think it is it is a drastic change that's waiting for us, but um we do not want to formulate this change I mean we you know but didn't you do it this
3: in the in the principles like if you if you take these principles, these ten principles and you say, hey, regenerative culture, respect exactly um I
1: don't really have a name or a label for that mm-hmm. new system mm-hmm. let's call it like this um. But maybe a regenerative system because it includes the next generations it includes the sustainability and that um, um, behavior that we show um, in a society and in our um, consumption so that is the system change we need in my in my vision this is why I started um, to study education science because. Um, I really thought that the school system needs to change. It needs a few more um, classes, mm-hmm. for example, sustainability or self-knowledge or something. So um, if that isn't leading to a wider uh, system change um, in the mindset of the people and in the behavior of um, the society, yeah, I don't really have a perfect name for it, but... I would maybe call it, um, as mentioned in the principles, the regenerative
2: system. Mm. Cool. Yeah, and we actually question the toxicity of exactly. the system, and mm. there are various toxicities within the system, right? I mean, gender roles and hierarchies, and um, well, the economy that we talked about, um, the way people deal with each other apart from gender. You know, mm. I mean. Um, human interaction is is violent mm-hmm. which I don't mean that people hit each other but you know there's a lot of violence in the structures that form our society and um, uh, we hope to overcome them as much as possible it's an ideal right? so we're working on ourselves within the movement in order to you know better ourselves and the movement but we hope that this also reflects onto society and um, that the changes that are necessary actually will generate such changes within
0: society. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's really interesting because um, that is actually what I see as the biggest bottleneck so far for acting, to getting everybody involved into acting on climate change. Uh, this vision of, but what then? what is when we, when we close down co, uh, the co, uh, coal plants and stuff. You know, like we, we spoke at a degrowth. There was uh, actually a Verdi organization or something like that. Some people from the, it was next to a big, um, how do you say, Kraftwerk in, in English? Power, power, plant. power plant. Power plant. And um, we talked to them and they said they would directly quit their jobs when they would see an alternative. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are alternatives out there. Yeah. But they don't see it, I you think, know.
3: I think the the biggest challenge that we have is how do we stop? Mm. So because so many people think they can't stop because then they don't know how to eat, how to uh, sustain their families, houses, children, rent <laughs> paying, whatsoever. So so my picture is always like the 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 absolutely free market capitalism within the last 50-something years, hundred, breathed in resources from Earth and accumulated them as capital that is frozen right now. And that leads to climate change. And what we have to do now is we have to breathe that out again so that the Earth can breathe in again. Mm -hmm. And with that, free the capital for us to stop working. Like, exactly what we wanted to do. I mean, we just have to do only the necessary things to regenerate the soil, to take care that we have local food and sustain the local communities, but that's it. We don't have to produce any plastic. We don't have to, unless we need it in hospitals or something like that, but that's it. More we don't need. But how do we free the, the, the capital that has been breathed in for people to stop and to say, okay, I'm, I'm just stopping, I'm not going there anymore. And that is regeneration. Yeah. And that's regeneration for Earth, as far as I understand it being necessary and also being practice of XR already, mm-hmm. to take care that we only do the necessary things and not more but that we do them together and take care that that the resources are there that we need and that the Earth needs as well. And that's where I can see the system change and where I see is the perspectives. Okay, I, I just don't have to work anymore. Mm-hmm. I can stop. And there's something flowing back to me that I can take care of what I have to take care of.
0: So what if there would be the people from the current system having these resources at the moment, reaching out after there is this attention to Extinction Rebellion? Would you guys be open for making a plan together with them, even when it is with some um, compromises?
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure that there will be individuals uh, within XR who will be tempted uh, to partake in such talks, but uh, the moment they do, they are not part of XR anymore, in that sense. I mean, we very clearly laid out what we will do and what we will not do, and I think um, we have to follow the strategy in order to be successful. Um, We are not in the position to demand more than what's necessary and to point at, you know, a process that makes survival possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can also not negotiate survival, right? I mean, um, uh, this is uh, just the idea of negotiating survival is not very, uh, it doesn't work, right? Um, uh, so negotiation should happen about how the necessary changes are done, but not whether the changes are necessary right? and we can't do half a change Um, it means death quite literally and um, that doesn't benefit anyone
1: Hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) what I really uh, um, appreciate about um, we had one podcast with Konrad Kunze who um, is a part of Ende Gelände as well and what I really appreciate about both of these movements is this clarity what I'm so much missing in the in the current change takers as well. You know, like we talked to a lot of people who are who are working towards something in uh, sustainable um, within the current system, which could be as well a solution. But what I really admire is this is this is this clearness. What I think what we all need in some way. It doesn't need to be the extinction rebellion way. But it does need to be in a clear way, with a clear path, with a clear standing. Um, so what how could our community, like a part of becoming part of Extinction Rebellion, help? Like could it be possible that they work out a plan? What comes after? all attention is really on the topic of of, of climate change and everybody is fighting towards changing that. Like, could they work out a plan? Could, Could they somehow around support you? Besides, I mean, of course, becoming part of this movement, getting to the Bundeskanzleramt and being a part of the climate camp. Is there something around that?
1: Talk as much as possible, yeah. So, the strategy of XR is based on um, a social science from Erica Chenoweth. Um, it says that the, a movement needs 3.5% to be successful. Um, so, 3.5% of people who are acting, who are talking, who are reaching out for more people, um, who are standing up for that. And um, I guess this is what everyone can do to also go into the debate, to also go into the discussion because we never know which stones we will start um, rolling, rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah, we never know. Um, for example, after some months, some friends came up to me, hey, that talk we had, it was amazing. I got known to these people and these people and now I started to act not in XR, but in their mm-hmm. own way, so everyone can develop something, um, if it's permaculture workshops or anything which can come after that, mm-hmm. um, which can also flow into the change.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, we need, and we have high respect for Ende and they're thinking very strategically, Um, They're not like, you know, part of identity politics and within, you know, a a tight corner, but um, they, I think, understand uh, what's necessary and they have uh, methods that are slightly different from ours, but um, they're very, very successful in their own regard and um, we need... A broader coalition of, of movements uh, um, to enact this change and yeah. uh, Fridays for Future are millions of people. Yeah. Uh, we need all of these, right? I mean, that even if we are successful and we will be able to say we were successful, it's not going to be that XR has been successful. It's going to be you know Humanity. millions of people yeah. across the world in many different countries who will have been successful. And there's, you know, farmers' movements in India. There are hundreds of thousands of people who have committed suicide and who are in resistance movements and who are disappeared um, because uh, they have terrible laws. And uh, they've been fighting this fight for 30 years or even longer. And um, uh, we come to this relatively late um, because of our privileged position. Mm. And um, we are at key places because the countries we live in are the mm-hmm. ones that are the main polluters and the ones that have the power internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you know, we are the only ones, we, you know, we are the wiser ones, we know, you know how it's done. Um, this change has to happen and uh, we have to all you know take our hands and,
0: and go at it together. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, there's no other way. I think that's a beautiful way to end this podcast. I really admire uh, your work and I think I can say that for all our community that it's really, really amazing what you're doing here. And thank you a lot for your time, Ka, as well, for, your, thank you, thank you. for joining us so spontaneously. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, thank you very much for, for having us. Thank you. So wonderful to the people. Mm-hmm. the people. See you in the streets. Yeah. Hey, liebe Mothers Hero Show listener. Um, We just talked after the podcast that we actually forgot to announce something really, really important. Jana asked me first to tell you that one thing we all can do is planting a tree every day, every week, every month. But the other even more precious thing is that at the 7th October... 2019 there will be actually a climate camp in front of the kanzleramt in berlin and all around berlin will be amazing action from from extinction rebellion check out their website as well and see what they're up to to support the movement and support that the government accept the climate crisis so yes i hope you enjoyed it and see you soon